Hello, everyone, and welcome to Petite to Queen's Claim Your Curacon podcast. I'm your host, Lynn, and today I'm joined by my very special guest, Cheryl Lynn. And we're going to be talking about why a chair of joy helps you feel better now. And this is so transformational. I want to tell you a little bit about Cheryl. She is the founder of Joyly LLC. Her leadership abilities and experiences help her approach client issues with a practical solution-based focus. Cheryl's experience includes roles as the founder and owner of a successful family-owned consulting firm, where she was the director of marketing and public relations. She has also been in the business development director role for several firms in the consumer packaging good industry. Cheryl led organizations where she worked with business owners and entrepreneurs on their business, marketing, and strategic plans, team, and leadership development, and creating effective marketing efforts. As the founder of Joyly Studios, Cheryl creates Mm -hmm. mindful practices and experiences to shift the collective consciousness towards making joy the dominant vibration on the planet, which is a beautiful thing. Cheryl's touchstone is the chair of joy, a beautiful white padded throne with gold trim. You can see her sitting in it right now where she invites executives, thought leaders, musicians, celebrities, politicians, and other influencers to tell their stories of what brings them joy while seated either in her chair or their own and magic happens. It's that pure and simple. We're going to be talking about that a lot today. And Cheryl, thank you so much for joining me. I am really honored and thrilled to have you here. Thank you very much for uh, inviting me, Lynn. You are spectacular in all of your work, and I couldn't be more honored to be here in, um, the opportunity with the opportunity to share more about our work together as well. Well, this is going to be a terrific show. And for those of you who are joining us for that very first time, Don't miss a single episode of Claim Your Career Crown wherever you get your podcasts and you can subscribe on any platform. And while we're there, if you love what we're doing and you love the show, please leave us that five-star review. We would very much appreciate it. So Cheryl, I really want to have you share your backstory with our audience about what inspires you to get started on your journey of joy and how you have brought it forward into the world? So that is a really long winded answer. And I'm just going to keep it really short. So living joyly is an opportunity for everyone to step into their power and really take their joy back or give themselves permission to a know what joy feels like for probably the very first time, and b how to bring it uh, to others. And you know what, Lynn, I just I think over the 30 years of all that thing, all those events and opportunities and jobs and career paths. And now I have a very successful um, consulting company that I have my family as, as part of, we, they always put me out in front of people. I was always like the, the director, the events coordinator, the business development. And I, I loved talking to people. And what I noticed over a bit of time was that we were all, including me, bringing our old story back into the picture. What was wrong? What was broken? What we didn't want? And frankly, 
we were all exhausted and I couldn't put my finger on what it was. And so um, my story is very simple. I, I, you know, I come from a long list of, of, you know, dysfunction. And, uh, you know, I just, I just wanted to know that there was another way. My three children are now grown and they're young ladies and they're figuring it out themselves. And um, my drive is to make sure that joy isn't something that we search for our entire lives. Yeah. Well, that is really beautiful. And I know because I know you so well that you have a very effective process that you can feel better now in 60 seconds or less, whether this is first an individual or with the programs that you implement for businesses. Can you tell our listeners about that and how they can use this so that they can feel better right now? Thank you for asking that. Um, The story that I just told you I did it for myself. So I don't know if you know Bill Wilson from Alcoholics Anonymous or his story, but back in the late 30s, he called himself a drunk. That's what they called themselves back in the day was a drunk. And so he said, I, I, he couldn't figure it out. He went to all the surgeries. They were going to do a lobotomy, like all the things that uh, they that he did to try to figure out his own path um, to health and healing. And he couldn't figure it out. So he started, you know, developing a book and, and, and it ended up, uh, calling it Alcoholics Anonymous. And, you know, what's happened since then, there's chapters in, you know, all countries in the world now. And so that's what the process of the framework of the chair of joy is for me. So it's sit, breathe, think, and feel. And those are four words um, that have great scientific uh, and neuroscience um, leaders that I work with who give it a lot of credibility as far as why each of those of the four steps, sit, breathe, think, and feel can impact us on a daily basis. So I did it for myself before anything else, and I created it for everyone for free. Um, it's, It's the thing, the vision that I have is Eight billion people know the words chair of joy and what to do when you get there. So I don't know if you want me to go deep into each of those just yet, Lynn, but um, that's the framework. And I'm on this planet. My mission, my drive, everything I stand for is to make sure that my legacy is to have everyone in the world know. I don't know if you can see my screen, but I'm going to hold this over here is that everyone in the world literally knows the words chair of joy. And we start to bring light um, through the colors of yellow and white, which are, which are my company colors. And I just think that raising the vibration or the energy or the resonance around the conversation of living joyly ever after versus happily ever after um, we can do a lot in our country for ourselves and each other. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think one of the great things, And I, you know, to your point, we can go through the whole process. You can watch Cheryl's video, but how you also incorporate um, uh, this in your business for helping both individuals and companies. And I'd really be interested when you're approaching this, let's go with individuals because you have a membership program so that people can learn how to adopt this practice um, into their life. Can you tell us a little bit about that and how that serves them? Absolutely. So like I said in the beginning, I did this for me, right? So that I could get out of my funk and worry and fear and chaos and stress. Like all the emotions that I'm told that I shouldn't focus on, I seem to somehow have them come up. And then I learned that if you ignore them and you don't give them the time or the light of day, they will manifest into more chaos and more craziness, right? And so it's all about the law of attraction, the law of resilience, the law of represent. 
What's that word? Oh my gosh. Now we both got it. Monday morning. We Repre- all know what oh it is. <laughs> Reciprocity. Totally Reciprocity. Yes. I got it out. <laughs> yes. So it comes around right over and over again. So the fact that um, I was like, if I could just get through these emotions on an individual basis, that what would happen in my business? So um, I've taken the chair of joy out now about three uh, years, 5,000 uh, or more people have sat in it. I've been to a hundred cities. And what I'm noticing is that because it's so fun for me. And I use the principles, the practice of sit, breathe, think, and feel every day, sometimes three times a day, or sometimes more, sometimes less. I notice that I can get myself over those emotions and back into a higher state of being. And so what's happening, Lynn, is that companies are starting to use this in their approach to their culture. So they're, they can create an ha- a haven, a natural, organic, and unfolding of paying attention to people personally, because it's the whole being that works for a company and professionally. But individual Usually when I use the program, I can get back to making decisions better. I can be a better leader. I can show up in um, a way that uh, I'm more productive and resilient and I am more engaged. I can communicate better. And guess what? That all starts to affect the bottom line. So it's very cyclical between individual and work and companies, um, but it all really uh, is intertwined. It's so tightly woven that you can't really separate one from the other. Well, that's true. And I agree that uh, doing it for yourself, how that obviously it, it just, it, um, it just flows out and it flourishes into all aspects of your life. And uh, that's wonderful. But when you approach a business, let's sort of take it to the other turn. You know, you have a very um, methodical, um, uh, evidence-based proven system that you help businesses implement so that they can, you know, have this for their employees or team members as part it becomes part of their culture so that the team members really do feel that they're being supported and they have this additional way to um, you know, not only sort of deal with the stress of the moment or whatever they happen to have in their um, you know, either at work or even at home what they bring to work but it helps them then become more engaged and connected to everyone within the the business. So can you tell us a little bit about how that works and why it's so effective um, in the corporate or, you know, B2B business world? Well, I like everyone listening to think about themselves first, right? Imagine calming your mind, clarity of thinking, self-awareness, emotional awareness, um, that you're able to accurately self be uh, assessing yourself all day long, that you have emotional resistance, creativity. If all those things were enhanced, how does that affect your bottom line, right? So there's a, a, a some research, actually, Lynn, your team helped provide this from a major German enterprise software company that said, when you have an employee well-being core uh, based strategy like the the living joyly and the chair of joy every 1% uh increase in employee well-being increases to 900 to 100 million dollars in profits so that's a that's a um a large company right but the idea is that 
if you just increased your, the percentage of the, of what people feel or understand about this word joy, which by the way, I think is a very highly uh, overrated and underutilized correctly uh, feeling and emotion um, that what happens if we were to under really understand it, prioritize it and make our standard of joy uh, a raise just by 1%. So the things that are happening, I'm noticing, I'm noticing that employees are feeling valued. Their communication, empathy, and curiosity is going through the roof. Um, and then think of a doctor who's like, oh man, you know, somebody, somebody just passed, or I just, that, that didn't go so well, or that communication with that family was really difficult or whatever the thing is. And then they have to go right back into surgery. So we're talking with, with corporations about that and how, how can we make that doctor sit in his chair of joy and do the practice of sit, breathe, think, and feel, and really get good at it, right? It's, it's a, it's a simple thing. It's not always easy to implement. So when people are doing that, no matter what you do in the world, it's bound to impact your results on a whole new level. Like, Literally, we are an experiment right now. It's so much fun. We don't even know what's possible when people are uh, doing the framework of the chair of joy. And I'm excited to work with everyone to, to find out. Yeah, that's really brilliant. So uh, another question is that I'm curious that um, as you're working with different people, um, even if they're just they're coming to a live event that you hold and they're sitting in the chair of joy um, or you're talking to a business or an individual about the membership program, what do you find holds people back that they may be um, hesitant or reticent about? So if you don't mind, I'd love to tell you a little story about that. Um, I was, uh, but prior to me knowing the chair of joy, I, you just have regular conversations with people and you don't really know what's going on. So I start every meeting now with a chair of joy. And I was speaking with this one woman. She works for Homeland Security or, or her job is to check on terrorist attacks worldwide. That's her job. Imagine every single day focusing on that. And she, you could tell that um, she was wanting to be in the conversation and, and present, but it wasn't. So I said, do you mind if I share the chair of joy experience with you? Anyway, long story short, she did the sit. She took a couple of deep breaths. She thought about a moment of joy and she said, she didn't say anything. I let her continue until the end. I asked her to feel that in her body. And when we were done, I asked her to, to, you know, to see if she would share with me what that was. And she said, when you asked me to take a deep breath, I couldn't. She said, I was so scared to just go because she told me her brother had just passed away 42 days prior to that. And Taking a deep breath was quite scary for her, but she said she did it. And I asked her what her um, brother, or uh, if she could think of a memory, what it was. And she said, I actually saw my brother sitting next to me on the couch next to me. We were talking about going to the beach and drinking a beer. So can you see the barriers, the yeah. obstacles of getting to work and to getting to completion of the things that you love? There are so many I could go on and on, but it's different for everyone based on our own story and our trauma. Did I answer your question? Lynn? Yes, you did. And of course you brought tears to my eyes. It's so beautiful. Oh. Um, oh. And wow. Oh. All right, let's. Whew. All right, so I those, want those are the stories, Lynn. Those are the stories happening over and over again. Like I even have my podcast as if diamonds could talk. Like what are, what's the way to share more messages about the impact of this for people? And of course, we have J Hour every Monday, right? We invite people too, so that's a one place yeah. to get started. Absolutely, and I that's a perfect tie-in to what listeners should do next. And of course, 
you can tell them of, about J Hour where they can uh, they can uh, come every week. Um, but let's what do what should listeners do next? Um, let's re- to put and bring and feel more joy in their life. So we say living joyly. We want people to understand that happiness is external, like eating an ice cream cone, right? And living joyly is a like way beyond joy. Like it's joy on steroids right now. So um, we invite people. We're, we're actually gathering leaders with what we're doing. Everybody is has an opportunity to lead, and um, it's it's very simple. And w- what's happening is as you learn this process and you start seeing results, all these light bulbs are going off for people who are like. Oh, and then I did this and then that happened and then that came and that person said something. And so we have gathered a community of those leaders and I invite everyone to come. It doesn't take long to become one of our leaders, um, but to come into J hour and start listening to the stories and start incorporating it. So like you said, every Monday at noon central time, we gather for one hour. It's our weekly networking group just to check in. We give away a white diamond award and some amazing products. We have a new yoga band and new mouse pad that say sit, breathe, think and feel to get us back in our activity. And then of course we have our, VIP membership. And that's for those people who want a community. You know, like I said, this is free, the opportunity to learn the chair of joy. But what about having a community of people doing the same? Let's find those people and gather then what's possible, Lynn. Like you, you're you're a superstar. And I love having you part of the Living Joyly movement. Yeah. Well, it is truly transformational. I can attest to that. Um Cheryl, thank you so much for sharing why a chair of joy helps you feel better now. And uh, I know that you have inspired so many people, but they're going to want to know our listeners where and how they can find out more about you, Cheryl. So that the, uh, so I have a question for you. The website is joyly.com, J-O-Y-E-L-Y.com, J-O-Y-E-L-Y.com. Could you leave us, Lynn, with just a 60-second story about your own chair of joy, about when you uh, discovered where your chair was and what happened when you went there or how often you go? (laughs) Sure. So my chair of joy is, and this was a brilliant, um, this entire part of learning this has really helped me. Uh, And I realized I've been doing something similar in certain ways, but now I have this method that I can do this in 60 seconds or less. And my chair of joy is out on my deck, um, but I don't have to physically be there. I can still visualize it. But the key thing is you sit, you put your feet flat on the ground. You want to be able to connect um, to the earth. And even if it's on a deck or it's on a, a boat, wherever you are, feet flat on the ground, you know, sitting up, and then you take those deep breaths. And when you think about that's one of the most calming things that you can do. And when you're in a moment of stress and you take that deep breath and then you want to think, think about a moment of joy. And so we were just talking about a brother. Recently, I went through this and I thought about my brother and I, uh, who has also passed, you know, on a beach together. So don't want to get all emotional, but (laughs) <laughs> um, there we were, and it was so wonderful. And then that you feel that emotion. And when you go through that, even in a moment of high stress, you go through the sit, breathe, think, feel, and 90 seconds, 60 seconds, I should say, it can take as long as you want, but you can do it in 60 seconds. You will truly feel better. And you can start to refocus your brain and rethink, okay, this is where I'm at. 
Now, what do I need to do next? And it's amazing how the clarity and the energy comes back to you because it's like a gift you give yourself. It is so powerful. And then I can get back to it. And it is phenomenal. So I really, I, I'm a, I'm a believer. I'm a believer. (laughs) It is indeed transformational. And so is this every time we have talks and, you know, the, the, the emotion that is evoked because of the chair of joy is strong and it's, it actually gives you goosebumps. And I actually joined a a Facebook group that's uh, doing a study on feeling those chills and raising your, the hairs on your body and how that impacts the brain. So keep doing it, Lynn. You're doing all the right things. I'm so happy to know you. And Cheryl, thank you. And thank you so much. This has been such an informative discussion. And for everyone who joined us, thank you for tuning in. And if you have any ideas um, you'd like to share, we love hearing your thoughts. You can leave us a comment down below. And if you have a specific question or would like to suggest a topic for discussion, you can email us at jointheconversation at petitequeen.com. And to stay current on all of our insightful advice, our breakthrough advantages, and incredible episodes like the one today, you can sign up for our weekly wisdoms newsletter at petitequeen.com. And once again, I want to thank everyone who tuned in. We're going to be sure to have all of Cheryl's links right down below so she is one click away, including the link to J-Hour. And Cheryl, thank you so much. I really appreciate your coming on today. You're very welcome. And let's bring a chair of joy to every city in the community. Thank you for the opportunity.